Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. This week, the first episode of 2022, Happy New Year, (laughs) y'all, we are going to continue the conversation from last week's episode, talking about goal setting and New Year's resolutions. Now, you already know I'm not a fan of the word resolution, and that's mainly because for me, personally, I feel no energetic connection to that word. When I say resolution, nothing in me lights up. There's no spark of excitement around that word. However, as I said last week, when I say the word commitment, something in me holds on to that. That word does two things. It excites the hell out of me or it scares the hell out of me. (laughs) It's exciting the hell out of me because I know if I'm committing to something that's going to better me, something that's going to improve me, something that I'm passionate about, something that I know I can do, then I'm really excited about it, right? I'm really excited to see that process through. And it scares the hell out of me because I know that commitments take work. And I know that I tend to overcommit myself sometimes. And of course, that's a bad thing in, in, in a lot of situations, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about positive situations when we are stretching ourselves to find our potential. Those situations are scary as hell. And we tend to back away from them because we know committing to those situations is going to require us to get uncomfortable. And not a little bit uncomfortable. I mean a lot of uncomfortable. But here's the thing. If you've worked with me in the past, if you are someone who listens to this podcast, you have absolutely heard me say this. I believe that we are always making a choice. We are always choosing either comfort or discomfort. There is no in between. But here's the thing. When we choose comfort in situations of potential, in situations that could stretch us, in situations that could allow us to be better, in those moments when we go back to our comfort, what we're really doing is going back to our bullshit. Because often what is keeping us comfortable is keeping us stuck. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But when we can recognize that, and then we can choose purposeful discomfort, discomfort that is going to allow us to make changes, discomfort that it might feel trying or challenging in the present moment, but we know that that discomfort will pay off in spades in the future. It will set us up to be the person we wish to be. It'll help us accomplish the goals we are setting to accomplish. Holy shit, does that lead to just incredible changes. So that's what we're going to talk about this week. We are going to talk about choosing discomfort over our comfort in order to set our future self up for success. Choosing discomfort over comfort is something that we have an opportunity to do hundreds of times during the day, literally hundreds. We can choose discomfort by not hitting snooze and staying in bed. That's uncomfortable. We can all acknowledge it, but we know that that discomfort is going to pay off when we have time now in the morning to start our day with intention, when we have time to take the morning by control instead of waking up late, feeling rushed, feeling like we can never get ahead because we chose comfort. We chose to stay in bed instead of getting a little uncomfortable and just putting our feet on the ground. It is uncomfortable to say no to a drink right? If we're so conditioned to every single Thursday, grabbing a drink and like starting the weekend a little early, rewarding ourselves for a week well done. But we know that that tends to lead to a shitty morning on Friday. And that leads to a shitty day on Friday, which leads to a weekend where you feel like you're already behind, even though it's never even started yet. It is uncomfortable to say no to our habits. But choosing that discomfort 
over the momentarily comfort that comes with, you know, having the drink it is going to pay off in spades. And so thinking about discomfort over comfort, we want to think about our future self. That is the excellent bullshit caller. Because I'm not saying that choosing comfort is always wrong. You know that is not my stance. Sometimes the kindest thing we can do for ourselves is choose the comfort, but there is the rub. We are choosing it consciously. We are not letting our monkey mind and we are not letting our habits drive us in those behaviors. We are consciously choosing them because when we can consciously choose those behaviors, that means that we don't hold guilt or shame later because of those behaviors. And it means that we're staying present, right? We are staying in that present moment. And so my thing is food. It's no secret. I struggled with binge eating. I struggled with bulimia. I struggled with all that stuff for years and years and years. So a way that I would comfort myself in the past was through chewing because eating is a wonderful way to numb out from what you're currently feeling, as is drinking, right? I certainly used alcohol for a long period of time to do that too. And so with both of those behaviors, it's easy to go to what we know. And we do that habitually. We do that without thinking. We do that without realizing. And it's not until after the fact, when the shame sets in, that we come out of that momentary haze and we go, oh, fuck it. I did it again. I did it again. I ruined it again. I'm a loser. And you know what that spiral feels like too. And so in both choices, Comfort is available to us. Comfort is always available to us. Like, look at the society we live in. We are nothing but comfortable all the time. There's always an opportunity to choose comfort. We just need to consciously choose it. And so now, when I'm in those moments, when I'm in those moments of high stress, when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling sad, when I'm feeling worried, when I know that past Heather would normally turn to something to quiet those emotions, I know that I have to make a choice. I can either sit with them, I can feel them, I can process them, I can stay in the present moment, or I can go to my bullshit and I can numb myself out. Or here's the thing, I can do both, right? Which is often what I do, full disclosure. I say, okay, I'm going to acknowledge that right now this is what I'm feeling, that right now I feel like this, and so I need to let myself feel this, which is something that we don't do anymore. We, we just run from scary emotions. We scroll with scary emotions away. We, we turn on Netflix to f- deal with scary emotions. We do all the things except for actually feel the scary emotions, forgetting that we can still soothe ourselves and still process what we're feeling so we don't carry it with us into tomorrow. And so choosing comfort, back to the subject, there I go, on my rant, new year, new me, psych, I'm gonna always be on my bullshit going off topic. <laughs> but choosing discomfort over comfort is just making the choice to acknowledge what we are currently feeling and ask ourselves, why do I feel the need to do this? Why do I feel the need to numb myself out? Why do I feel the need for a drink right now? What could I do in this moment that would be better suited for my future self? How would my future self want me to react if I was acting as my highest and best self? Go back to that episode if you have no idea what I'm talking about. It's in the first season. I think it's like the second one I did. But if I was showing up as my highest self right now, what would I do? Almost all the time, your highest self is going to choose the discomfort. It's going to get out of bed. It is going to say no to the drink. It is going to make themselves pause before they go back for the second or the third or the fourth handful. It is going to delete the text that is talking shit about your coworker. It is going to delete the screenshot of what that idiot just said on Facebook and, oh my God, you can't believe they're still going on and on about it before you send it to somebody else. Like It is going to stop you in your bullshit. And all of those things, those little teeny, teeny, tiny things, they're uncomfortable in the moment. 
but they give us comfort after because we do not need to deal with the bullshit that comes from staying stuck in our habitual habits, (laughs) our habitual habits, our habitual habits that keep us stuck in our bullshit. I'm not big on hacks. Almost all the time, hacks are bullshit. The shortcut is doing it the proper way. The shortcut is doing things and going through the motions. However, there is one hack that I believe in, which isn't really a hack at all, is setting your future self up for success. It is making your life one that requires you to use almost no willpower because when we are constantly fighting against our habits, when we are constantly having to ask ourselves, am I choosing discomfort or comfort? When we are constantly having to go through those questions, it's exhausting. And willpower will run out. And so the easiest way you can hack your way to success is setting up your environment for one that makes it so easy for you to succeed. And this is incredibly easy to do when you have a little strike of motivation, which isn't motivation at all. It's inspiration. We're going to talk about that next week again because that's another huge New Year, New Me topic. But when you're feeling charged to do something, when you're feeling inspired to take control of something, of any situation, use that spark of motivation and act on it and set your future self up for success. Ask yourself, how can I set up my environment to make it easier for me to always make choices that are in alignment with my future self and with my highest self? And so these are things like bringing all the wine that you have lying in your fridge right there for you to open and putting it in the garage. Very, very simple. This is setting up your kitchen for success. And so things like meal prepping, which is something I always hear people say, well, I just hate to meal prep. I don't know what to do. It is the actual easiest fucking thing in the world you can do, people. Like, it really is the easiest thing in the world you can do. You open some chicken breasts and you put them in the oven. You make some meatballs and you put them in the oven. You ask yourself, okay, what type of vegetables am I going to eat this week? And then you just buy a bag of it and you roast them. Or you buy a shitload of greens and some carrots and some tomatoes and boom, there's your meal prep, right? It is very, very, very simple to set yourself up for success. And then when your bullshit comes knocking and you're starving and you feel like, oh my gosh, I've had such a long day at work. I can't, I've had to do homework with these kids. Like I just can't, I don't have it in me to prepare a meal or to you know do the things that I said I was going to do this morning. Well, you've already set yourself up for success because you've already done the work for you. There is no reason to not make a choice that is in alignment with your future self, that is not in alignment with your highest self because you have made it easy. You don't need willpower to suck it up and power through. You just need to set your environment up for success because the less you need to require willpower, the more you're going to have of it, right? It's like if I fill my tank up with gas and then barely go anywhere, I'm going to have gas to spare if I have a day where I just need to run a ton of errands. But if I'm constantly running around on empty, it's going to be so annoying to me to have to stop and put five more dollars in, five more dollars in, five more dollars in. That's what we do when we take on these goals, is we don't think about all the things that we could do right now in this moment that would make it so much easier for our future self. And so this looks like pre-deciding things for yourself. If you go back to um, the workout episode, which I got really, really hippie on, that's a whole other story, but I say schedule your workouts. If somebody is working with me and they want to get serious about making you know their, their fitness a part of their health and wellness routine, The first thing I do is say, get a calendar and schedule them. 
I don't care if you never even use a calendar. Buy one and put it on your refrigerator and schedule them. Put it in your Google calendar. Put it in your work calendar. Put it in your planner. Put it in whatever you know. Schedule those workouts because you are pre-deciding to show up for yourself. And here's the thing. Once you make that decision, it's already done. It's going to fall in motion. We know this is true in the opposite because how many times in the past have we been on a diet and we've told ourselves, well, I'm going to give myself a cheat day. We've pre-decided to cheat. And what happens on that day? Well, we cheat and we cheat and we cheat and we cheat and we just eat everything in sight. Why is that? Because we've pre-decided it. We have fully decided we are committed to that choice. Let's use that bullshit to our advantage. And so set yourself up for success. And I know that sounds incredibly simple. Schedule your workouts. It is like the one step that people don't take. And this this matters in the morning too, in the early morning. Take it a step further. Schedule your workouts. Write it down. I don't care if it's at 5 a.m. Put your phone across the room so you have to get out of bed because that's a decision that you're making that is going to set yourself future self up for success. It's not willpower anymore that's going to require you to not hit snooze. You have to get out of bed to turn off that alarm clock. And what's going to happen when you're out of bed? Well, you're out of bed, right? And then lay your clothes out. Like do all these things. Baby yourself. Set yourself up for success. It is all women, I think. Last time I looked at the demographics of this website, I think it was like 99% women. I think I have one of the male trainers who listened previously and maybe he's like the one percent. But anyway, I'm sure he's long gone by now. <laughs> but it's all women who listen. And I know a lot of you just, you know, through connecting with you through my DMs and stuff, and you have children. What do you do when you are going out of town or your husband's going to be in charge? You do everything for him, right? You make it so he doesn't need to make a decision. You lay out the clothes. You lay out the food. You do the grocery shopping. You do all the things to set him up for success. You all, we can do that for ourselves. We can do that for ourselves. And what would our life look like if we did that for ourselves? If we took some time during our weekend to say, how can I just knock it out of the park for myself? What can I do right now that is going to make, what can Saturday Heather do that is going to make Monday through Friday Heather's life so much easier? And I'm talking even easier than you would even want to think about. Like, make the meals, get them packaged, like, do that. If, the, if your bullshit is around not being able to eat well, well, then you know it. What a beautiful blessing that you have that you know it. And so how can you set that up? If you're bullshitted around, you know, rushing through the mornings and then always feeling behind the ball, how can you do that? How can you set yourself up for success? Well, move the phone further away from the room and go to bed earlier. And so how can you do that? Well, set a thing on your TV. So automatically turn off at eight o'clock. They still have those. They're, you know, I use them on my kids' TV in their room. Do that. Do that for yourself. Set your social media to turn off at a certain time. And so then what are you left with? Your boredom, which means you'll go to sleep. Make decisions right now, whenever you're feeling expired. Take advantage of that inspiration and set your future self up for success so you don't need to rely on willpower. You have something better than willpower. You have you right now, your present self, setting your future self up for success because you are the person you can rely on. You are the person you can depend on. You are the person you will do anything for. When you live your life like that, anything and everything is completely available to you. If you feel like you're lacking willpower, 
if you're lacking the inspiration to get started, if you know you want something, but there's just a block there, right? And you know what that feels like. We all know what that feels like when there's something that we want, when there's someone we want to be, and yet we're just unable to do it. That's a block. And so what I think is happening, what I know is happening in those moments, it's not a character flaw on your part. You're not a loser. There's nothing wrong with us. It's not like you are somehow flawed and you just lack the willpower, determination, motivation, fill in the adjectives there with all the reasons why you're never going to achieve that goal. What's really happening is lack of clarity. You don't know what you want. And if you don't know what you want, you can't get there. And here's the thing. We lie to ourselves. We've talked about this in other episodes before, and I'm going to keep talking about it. I don't know what episode we're on, but we're still going to be talking about it in episode 1023 because it is so important and it is so true. We lie to ourselves because we tell ourselves we want something without questioning it. I want to lose weight. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? And so when I ask people to define that, they they think they're they're giving me a defined answer by saying, well, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to weigh what I weighed before I had kids. I want to weigh what I weighed when I went to Jamaica after I did the three-week cleanse and I was, you know, taking laxatives and measuring my ketones. And like, we just insert your bullshit here, right? We all know what that feels like. And so what is happening there is you may think you want to lose weight. You may think you know how much weight you want to lose, and you may think that is good enough. I'm here to tell you it's not. It's not. And that isn't actually what you want. It is never what you want. And there's somebody listening right now, I'm sure of it, feeling called out, and they're saying, no, Heather, that is what I want. I I know with 100% certainty, I want to lose weight. Okay, fair enough. Why? Why do you want to lose weight? Answer that question for me. I want to lose weight because. Start talking. There's your answer. That's what you really want. You start asking those questions. Why? Why do you want the thing? Why is it important to you? It is important to me because blank. How will you feel? How will you feel when you have that? I will feel blank. I will feel motivated. I will feel accomplished. I will feel secure. I will feel confident. Okay. Now, bigger question. What do you need to do that will allow you to feel like that? What can you do right now today that will give you that feeling. Well, I could do, start filling it in. And you start making those lists and there it is. There it is. There's your motivation. There's your willpower. There's your determination. There's your consistency. Everything you want is on the other side of figuring out what you really want. So do not listen. And I say this again, you know, I'm always saying this from experience. I am always talking from my lived experience through my plethora of bullshit and even more fuck-ups to to talk about, right? Like, I know this because I've lived it. And so it's not, and here's the thing. I think we intuitively, we don't ask ourselves these questions because we know we know the answers. And then we go back to the first part of it. Why do we not want to know these the answers to these questions? Oh, here's where it gets really sticky. We don't want to know the real answers because we know the solutions would require us to get uncomfortable. And sometimes we need to swallow the pill that we're not willing to get uncomfortable right now. We are much more willing to sit in the comfort of our bullshit. And that sucks to admit. But once you admit that, you can make some really amazing changes. Really, really amazing changes. And you can start weighing another really, really important question. What would happen if nothing changed? Because that one hurts too, right? What would happen If right now, 
I decided to give up on anything I want. I decided to give up on all my goals, give up on all my dreams, to let every dream I have inside of my body, inside my chest, inside my heart, if I just sit on it, I'm not going to do anything. What happens? What happens if we keep continuing to make the choices we are making every single day right now? What kind of life would that give us? Here's the thing. I pray, God, do I pray, and I'm sure it's a case with almost everyone, maybe everyone listening right now, because if you're in this self-improvement space, you, you're ahead of your bullshit, right? You're here for a reason. And so you can say, okay, if I continue to make these choices, I'd be proud of that. I'd be really, really proud of that. That would give me a life I want. But if you're feeling, no, I, I would not, I, I can't keep doing this. I cannot keep doing this. This is not bringing me closer to my goals. This is holding me in my bullshit. This is not helping me. This is not serving me. That's all you need is that awareness. Okay, well, what can you do? What can you right, do right now? In this moment, because there's always something, you are always one choice away from a completely different life. What can you do right now to bring yourself closer to where you wish you could be? And something's going to come to you. There's going to be an answer there. And so all that to say, back to the beginning, what a tangent. Gosh, that's my third or fourth one this episode. I'm not sure. Somebody, I hope somebody's keeping track. I'm sure as hell not. But anyway, like if you're feeling lack of willpower, lack of motivation, lack of something, it's like a clarity. And what you're telling yourself you want isn't what you really want. There's something bigger. There's something deeper. Ask yourself those questions. And here's the thing. I know they're uncomfortable to ask. Y'all, that's why I'm starting my business. That's why I am branching out and now developing, well, it's developed, working with women one-on-one now to help facilitate you through these questions because I know how challenging they can be. And I know that sometimes we need somebody there to kindly and I promise you, I am kindly <laughs> doing it. Call your bullshit and help you see the roadblocks that you have placed in front of you. And then once you see them, everything changes. Like I cannot stress to you the amount of good we can accomplish in a one-hour call when it comes to breaking down these barriers and roadblocks. And so if this is something you're struggling with, please hit me up. I would absolutely, absolutely love to help. But for right now, ask yourself, are the choices I'm making setting me up for a future that I'm going to be proud of? Yes or no? And it's going to be yes for some of them. We all have a couple no's. We all have a couple no's. Believe me, I got more than a couple no's right now, right? Like there, it's always, I'm always going to be looking at my bullshit. But knowing those things, as uncomfortable as it is, that's how we can choose differently. That's how we can choose better. And that's what we can decide, okay, I am going to step away from this comfort. I'm going to choose my discomfort because I know choosing my discomfort in this situation is actually me choosing my growth. It's me choosing my potential. It is me choosing to vote for my future self. And that is something I think every single person listening right now wants to do. We want to be voting for our future self. Before we wrap this up, I want to leave you with one last ultimate hack when it comes to achieving your goals. And that is to stop stopping. <laughs> stop fucking stopping, right? How simple, but how true. And I say that because we tend to think that we need to aim for perfection. That if we're not doing it completely right, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, making every single choice, always choosing discomfort, discomfort, discomfort to get to our growth, then we're not doing it good enough. Friends, that ain't it. You need comfort, right? You need comfort. Consciously choose it when you need it. Consciously, that being the key word. You are never, nobody is ever going to kill it 100% of the time. The only thing that matters 
is the direction you're facing. And as long as you're facing in the direction that you are aiming to go in, you're winning. You're winning. So stop stopping. Stop taking every single momentarily small roadblock. Stop taking any time you fall off course, any time something doesn't go as planned, any time you make a decision that isn't in alignment with your highest self. Stop looking at those and thinking that you failed. You didn't. You didn't fail at all. You had feedback. You have an opportunity to learn. You have an opportunity to figure out what happened. You have an opportunity to take that information and use it in your future to set yourself up for success. Stop fucking stopping. That is the quickest way to get to where you want to go, right? When we can take ownership, commit to a process, and then what happens after that? It just happens. The ball is going to roll. And some days it might just roll incredibly fast. And some days we might need to push that fucker uphill. But like I posted on my Insta a couple days ago, find joy in pushing your rock uphill because that's the real glory, right? It's the glory that we see by ourselves. It's the glory we experience by ourselves, but that's the shit that changes us. When we can find happiness, pleasure, and contentment, most of all, in doing the work, in doing whatever work we choose to do, whatever work we think is going to lead to our betterment. And so like, I'm thinking so much about my goals in 2022, and there's a ton of them, but also there's not any at all. I just want to live a life I'm proud of, that everything comes down to that one goal. And I'm sure you feel the same, right? We can all have a ton of goals, and they all pretty much boil down to one big meta goal. And when we take that big meta goal, we can look at it, and we can boil it down to even smaller parts and just say, okay, well, that's not going to look the same every single day. Some days, living a life I'm proud of means I'm just going to lay on the couch and watch HGTV because I'm fucking tired. And it makes me proud to listen to my body at this point in my life. I hope you feel the exact same way. And so take that into consideration and remind yourself that the only thing, your only job with anything is to stop stopping. Stop quitting on yourself. Ask yourself what you want. Ask yourself what it's going to feel like. Ask what you can do to give yourself those feelings right now. Pick a couple of them and there you go. Like then you're off and running. So I'm going to tie it up. Um, As always, if you would take a second to rate and review and share this podcast, I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. One of my New Year's resolutions commitments (laughs) is to show up here weekly every single week at least until my birthday and I pretty much have been doing that but even like today like sitting in my recording studio aka my husband's closet felt incredibly hard but I just need to keep doing it I need to keep showing up and so I promise you there will be a topic every single week from now until at least the end of May And so if that means if there's something you want to want to talk about, let's help each other because you give me content ideas. It would be greatly appreciated. There's a lot of weeks between now and then, and I will do my best to cover them for you. So as always, you know where to find me. If you have any questions, please bring them my way, and I will see you back next week.